Drones for Education. We're back with another Text to Nation interview. I'm Fred Fishkin. Glad you are here too. Joining us is Cameron Shell, the CEO of a company called Dragonfly Innovations. Thanks for joining us, Cameron. Uh, Fred, it's a real pleasure to be here. Thanks for having us. Dragonfly is spelt in, a, in an unusual way. Our viewers can see that in the background, D-R-A-G-A-N. Tell us what the company's all about. Dragonfly is the oldest commercial drone solutions provider and manufacturer uh, in the world, at least to the best of our knowledge. Uh, we've been producing drones and drone solutions since the uh, mid to mid-ish late 90s. Uh, we actually commercialized the first uh, quadcopter, uh, put the first cameras uh, on uh, quadcopter drones for commercial distribution, uh, sold the first um, quadcopters to uh, multiple uh, public safety agencies throughout North America. And um, what we're actually most uh, uh, proud of, I guess, is that a Dragonfire drone was the first drone that was credited with saving a human life. And today that drone is on permanent display in the Smithsonian. That's terrific. Now we got a drone on Mars, don't we? Not, I assume not a it's Truly, a NASA one. So tell us about this new partnership that you've announced with Steve Wozniak's WozEd program. Yeah, so um, WozEd is an amazing program that, focus on, that focuses on STEM education, uh, primarily K through 12. And they really do a great job of enabling uh, teachers and school systems who might not have STEM resources uh, to be able to offer STEM programming or STEM programs um, to all students. And it really encourages the students to uh, start to specialize into certain areas so that by the time you know, they get into high school, they've got an incredible base knowledge of the STEM uh, topics and the courses available and um, you know, to either uh, better prepare them for post-secondary or to get them into a spot where they can move into the workforce uh, right away. Their most popular program is drones. And uh, drones are becoming obviously a greater and greater part of our society. They're playing a larger role. And what Wazed realizes or is recognized is that drones is really a, a point where a lot of STEM technology or resourcing is required in order for good operations. So when you think of drones, they're just not out there training drone pilots. Their incredible program also teaches them about aeronautics. It teaches them about physics. It teaches them how to code. It teaches them about the use of AI in drones. It, it really is a, uh, a melting pot of all of the other programs that, that they offer. Now, the fact that it's a really cool device and that the students actually get to use drones, fly drones, build drones, solder with drones, um, it, drone, drone racing leagues actually go on virtual, live virtual missions with, um, uh, with uh, pilots that are out there that, uh, that may be doing uh, delivery missions or might be doing um, geophysical missions or might even be doing um, EMS missions. These, these are all things that uh, really make it a compelling program. And just the way Waz Ed has set themselves up to make this affordable and accessible by any teacher, whether they have a STEM background or not, is, is really quite remarkable. So how is it going to work? Uh, they're obtaining drones. Waz Ed is obtaining the drones from Dragonfly? Yeah, so uh, they were uh, using some imported drones, 
And, um, and, but the functionality that they really wanted to be able to build into the drones that they have in terms of the students being able to take them apart and clip them together if they're in the younger grades. So almost like a Lego-ish type drone um, to see how it flies with only three propellers or to see if it's controllable or, you know, as, as, and then you get right up to the, to the senior high drones where they're, they're actually building those drones and using soldering equipment and, and looking at different types of designs and, and, and kind of a couple steps in between which includes programming, uh, they just needed some greater functionality uh, built into those drones. Um, they also have, uh, you know, uh, I would maybe concern is a strong word, but they also have, uh, they're very conscious of North American content. They're very conscious of security. Um, these drones are around all of our students and our young uh, people. So they want to make sure that, that the drones that are being manufactured are at least under the assembly or guise or engineering of a North American based company. I guess, uh... The ruggedness of, of these devices has got to come into play, too, when we're putting it in the hands of, of young people. Those of us who dabbled with drones know that accidents happen. It, for, for sure. And so whether it's ensuring that they've got the right bumpers or that they're super lightweight or that they have uh, the right type of plastics in them that don't carry pathogens or uh, or whether they've got things like removable blades. So if something breaks, you can just click it back on, which, which is actually a patent that Dragonfly has for, uh, that, uh, that, you know, for blades that are removable on all drones is, is, is you know, is a, pat is a patented uh, feature. Um, yeah, so, so they, we, we take these things into account. And, um, and you know, the, the nice thing is that Wazihead has had years of experience of understanding what works and what doesn't work. So, you know, often you can start thinking about all the really cool features that these things could have to help in the educational process. But uh, because of their experience, we know what, you know, what are kind of nice to haves and what are really must haves. So. For a lot of us, when we think of drones, we think of photography and videography. Is that going to be part of this learning process too? Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's very hands-on. So uh, like I say, they do everything from uh, racing leagues to build drones, to do photography, to participate in virtual missions um, uh, to, you know, discussion, the design around what types of drones, and, uh, you know, are used for what types of missions, what type of protocols are best adhered. In fact, when they come out of the other end at the high school end of it, they actually have what's called a part 107 license. They're a commercially licensed drone pilot at that point. So it's very, very practical, uh, in, in what they do. And, um, and for, and so at that point, you know, if, if they want to uh, do something, uh, at, like, you know, real estate videos or, or use their talent for uh, cinematography or photography. I mean, they can go out, out of the gate there and, and do that. You know, uh, if they want to then advance further into being an EMS pilot uh, or, or, uh, or maybe move into the, uh, uh, into the defense services and stuff, then they've got those options as well. Not to mention all of the fun they're going to have. Exactly. It's yeah, kids, not, kids get not, excited as adults do too when they're yeah. It's when not hard playing to keep people engaged around drones. It's uh, yeah, and the more function they have, the more the more fun they are. Well, congratulations on that. Tell us about the uh, the effects of the pandemic on on Dragonfly's business. What you've been able to do or or not do? Yeah, the, it just completely unintended consequence. I'm sure is the fact that the drone industry has met a new level of acceptance. The practicality and the utility of drones in an environment where you've got to have less contact um, is, uh, is really important. So we have, we have a number of key initiatives, including uh, vaccine delivery, uh, including medical delivery, 
And uh, we're, we're seeing uh, uptake of this in North America. And so the, it's everybody from the, from the regulatory perspective, right through to, you know, kind of corporate America going, oh, wait a minute, there's real ROI in terms of being able to use drones in, in replace of, uh, to do dangerous or monotonous type jobs. Uh, right through to the consumers going, wait a minute, maybe drones aren't evil. Maybe this isn't Terminator 3. Maybe, yeah, you know, like just that kind of uh, uh, acceptance uh, of them. So we're, we're really, you know, we're, we're I, you know, I'd never like to say the word overwhelmed, but we're, we're right at the edge of full capacity uh, in terms of uh, inbound inquiries from businesses looking again. They're not as interested in, hey, I, I want to get a drone. What they're really coming in and asking for is, I want a, I want a solution. Right? Can you get these packages delivered, or you know, can can you get me an inventory count on my uh, forest while at the same time checking out vegetation health and at the same time doing water table analysis and at the same time, you know, or two weeks later planting trees with a drone, right, and saving me thousands of dollars in time and 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 so that that type of thinking is now pervasive in the Fortune 5,000 companies and I, it wasn't pervasive before COVID. Are there really vaccines being delivered by drone? There are. We we are doing vaccine delivery in pilot tests. Uh, yes, and uh, where this becomes very, you know, I, th- I think we'd all be naive to think that this is going to be the last, you know, epidemic or pandemic that uh, that we're going to be faced with. Um, we see outbreaks of Ebola right now happening in in uh, Africa uh, and other uh, and other pandemics happening around the world. And drones are proving to be an effective way to get equipment and vaccines into that area with expite and exposing less workers and less people uh, ultimately you know to potential infectious um, conditions the drone and the tech the drones and the technologies that we have can actually even take and measure the vital signs and potential infectious conditions of the workers and or people in the area that that equipment is being dropped to so literally from a distance just from the cameras we can pick up things like heart rate, respiratory rate, SpO2 levels, blood pressure, all indicative of if, if, condi- if infection conditions, infectious conditions exist. Really important in terms of like how you assess, um, you know, how many workers you put in, is, is, are things spreading? And you're not having to put necessarily people in there, you know, to take temperatures, which is again, just one more person that's exposed to that potential danger. So, so the, the potential is, is really quite limitless. And these, this is done through cameras and sensors on a yeah. drone, is that? Yeah. Unbelievable. Do you also uh, play in the consumer space? Uh, we don't. The, 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 it, our, our typical space has been in you know, public safety uh, and the commercial space, you know, up, up to, the, to the lower limits of the military space. That's really where you know, we really provide solutions in that space. Um, you know, certainly the drones that we are producing for WAZED would, would fall into the price point category of, of those consumer drones. But our value add in that is that we're providing specific types of programming and learning mechanisms uh, uh, for those um, and, and that, you know, some special sauce. Um, the toy market is, is, is you know, mind you, some of the toys have incredible capability now, um, but that's uh, from a margin perspective, that's a pretty hard game to, uh, to play in. And, um, and, and our engineering bench really and our AI bench really, really likes solving, uh, you know, cool, challenging problems. So it's, um, we, yeah, it's a, it's a tough con- to be in the consumer market as a North American company. So for more information about what you're doing with WazEd and, and all of the other activities, where do people go? 
Yeah, thanks for asking that. If you go to dragonfly.com, uh, but it, remember it's spelled D-R-A-G-A-N, fly.com, uh, that's dragonfly.com, uh, that would be the best place to check us out. We, we also are a public company and our symbol is B-F-L-Y-F, that's B-F-L-Y-F. We're just about to uplist onto the NASDAQ. And, um, you know, we'd, uh, you know, by all means, check out our site and, and see if there's anything that we can do in terms of providing solutions for, uh, for what's to come. Terrific. Again, it's dragonfly.com, D-R-A-G-A-N fly.com. Cameron Shell, thank you so much for taking the time with us. So gracious. Thank you. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio, and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions, too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC SkyWave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.